0: Fade in. Exterior, a redwood forest. Twilight. Full moon rising between trees. Green city limits sign next to dark highway. Dissolve to. Sign. White block letters. Arcadia, California, population 16,180. Freeze frame. Superimpose. Episode 51. Telephoto.
1: Tuesday, June 23rd, 2009, Cedar J. Falconer High School has the day after prom off school. The whole having prom on the night of the new moon thing means that it's usually on a weeknight, so they probably got sick of most of the juniors and seniors not showing up and just made it official. It's nice, or whatever, but I really want to talk to Elliot about last night, who he is. They are? I don't know. It's all... Honestly, it's all kind of... I was going to say unbelievable, but it's not that. I have no problem believing that he's. that his dad. I can believe it just fine. It's accepting it, I guess, that I really can't. His dad sold him to them. When I say it like that, it sounds awful, and there isn't any other way to say it because it is awful. I don't understand how a parent could... (sighs) I need to not get hung up on that. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, his dad is a monster, but that's in the past. There isn't anything I can do about it. Although I did wonder if they could send someone back in time or something. But I actually really don't want to know because that is just too much. So I'm accepting that I can't change what Mr. Baldwin did but I think I can do something about what happens next. Well, Elliot can, but I can help him, I think. Maybe not help him. I don't think there's anything that I can actually do for him. I mean, he has to do it. Opt out. But after last night, I'm pretty sure he didn't know. Still doesn't know or doesn't know how easy it is. That he literally just has to tell them that he doesn't want to do this anymore when he turns 18? I think that's all he has to do. Uh, The way Thomas said it, it sounded like that. I need to find out for sure. That's what I mean, though, about helping him. I can get him the information and help him use it. If he wants to. He wants to. He's got to want to. I don't know why he wouldn't want to. I can't even imagine what it must have been like, growing up with someone else literally inside your head. I wonder if it's better or worse that the someone wasn't human. I tried to call him earlier, but no one picked up, and I didn't want to leave a message on the answering machine. I'll talk to him tomorrow at school. I'm probably making a bigger deal out of this than I need to. Like Thomas said, Elliot just has to say he doesn't want to be part of the bargain anymore. That's not even anything complicated. Everything's going to be fine. Still June 23rd, 2009. I'm going through the children's bargain tapes to find anything I've got about Elliot. I should have done this earlier, gone through and put them in order. Not listen to the whole thing, just enough to find out whose voice is on it and then sort them that way. I was, kind of still am, a little nervous about listening to them. I mean, so far it's all been stuff I wanted to know, which I guess is the terms of the bargain, so of course they are. But it's kind of weird to listen to all these conversations where people have no idea they're being spied on. Yeah, I want to hear them, but also, it doesn't really seem right. And what if there's something on there I don't want to hear? I mean, like, something I want to know intellectually, but not really I sort of feel like the bargain isn't going to know the difference between I really actually want to know this and I want to know this in an abstract way, but actually hearing it is really upsetting. But I really do want to know about Elliot and his, the, Thomas called them the purchaser, which does not feel like a great name for someone, but I don't know what else to call them. So I want to know about Elliot and the purchaser, so I'm sorting the tapes. I'll re-record what I find on here, like before.
2: I thought we had an understanding as to who would have contact with the boy. He was already on the path. Your intervention was unnecessary. Of course I'm aware. We've put our time into winning his trust. As I said we would. As we are not at home, and as this body lacks the capacity to hear, show me the respect of a voice. He had
3: curiosity. You could not answer. She'd warded the house. It has always been warded.
2: She's changed them, made them stronger. Even I could feel it. Perhaps you misunderstood
3: the names they were laid against.
2: Is this task mine or not?
3: We'd come to no spoken agreement.
2: Of course. We'll formalize it then. You've become very close to that body. The way it thinks. You... Aren't close enough to them to see how they've changed. The old ways don't work anymore. We have not seen you try them. I am not interested in this dance, monarch. Summon your child if you want to go through its steps.
3: On our name, we will not speak again to the Falcon son with our voice. Voices? We will not speak again to the Falcon son with our voices, unless he requests it. By name. Unless he requests it by any of our names. Does this
2: give you satisfaction? As long as you don't go back on what you've promised. It has
3: been a long time.
2: Since you've come home. We don't all have your luxurious holdings in the homeland. Yes. I'm content. We have English homework. And nothing further to say to you.
1: That isn't Elliot. It can't be Elliot. It it doesn't sound like him, or... I mean, it, it sounds like him, but not really him. The voice, but not what he's saying. It's not him. It's them. The purchaser. Those other recordings, they're them too, aren't they? the one where he's talking about me being a job or or whatever. That's them, not him. Probably. I think. You know, it, it has to be. Right? He sounds the same in those. He's got this... The way he talks is flat, I guess. Like, when Elliot Elliot talks, it's warm and friendly and round, and this... It's like he's a million miles away. Just a... Just a second,
2: I... thought I told you not to worry about Dominic McCleary. Yeah, I know, but... He was right there. Wait, I... Don't appreciate you interfering. Someone else had been arranged. I know, I know, but come on, man. I had the perfect opening. You shouldn't let something like that go to waste, right? We made a real connection, you know?
0: Sure, sure, totally.
2: Good. I have too many other things to take care of to babysit a newcomer, even if he is a falconer.
0: Great, I'll totally take him off your hands. I got this.
2: I hope you do. I will be annoyed if I need to step in. They always end up with some kind of puppy-dog crush, and I do not have time for that.
0: Okay, cool. I'm gonna... I'm gonna...
1: Yeah, that's them, not him. Okay. Next.
3: He has opened the door. What? The Falcon's son. He has opened it and come through.
2: Oh, thank God. I knew he would. He just needed a little encouragement.
3: He has heard our voice. This voice. The words and the sounds and the sense of it.
2: Okay. Okay, great. That makes everything easier.
3: You would not have had us keep our distance. What? He was yours. To guide and to instruct.
2: It's alright, really. Really?
3: So say all that is you.
2: I... Oh, uh... Just... Um... Was he, Nico, okay with everything? When you talked to him? I mean, did he understand?
3: Asked the questions and heard the answers and found the proofs Chose the door and the place to which it would lead, opened, crossed the threshold.
2: Good. Okay.
3: Your doors, have they been found? Found and chosen
2: and opened and closed. It's quieter. Some places... There are doors into rooms I didn't know about before.
3: Doors that would be of the best use come all shot through with iron. What do you mean? Found and chosen and opened and closed and locked behind you.
2: Oh. Can you show me?
3: A monarch knows the length and breadth of their holding, where lie the borders between themselves and another.
2: But it's possible. Should I?
3: Time passes.
2: It does. Ah, I thank you.
3: One need not command a thing. To instruct others in
2: its use. Do you mean you could teach me how to-
3: Time passes.
2: Wait, tell me what you mean- But I don't- But I want- Don't go! (sighs) Okay. Okay. They talk to him. He knows. But it doesn't matter. None of their words- can change what's been bartered for.
1: That sounded more like him. Normal Elliot. It also sounded ominous. Or something, I don't know. That's all of them. The ones that have Elliot's voice, I mean. There might be more that are about him, but I'll have to actually listen to them to figure that out. There aren't that many left of the old ones that I haven't listened to. I don't really know why I haven't just sat down and done it. I just... I don't know. So far, nothing on them has been bad, really. Just, like I said before, everything keeps getting redefined. I keep finding things out that change things, and that gets really hard to deal with on top of all the new stuff that changes everything else. There haven't been any new tapes in a while. I've been checking. (laughs) Maybe I've been around to hear everything important lately, or, you know, everything the bargain thinks I should hear. I still don't even want to think about how it decides that stuff. Anyway, this doesn't change a lot about Elliot and how I feel about him, but it does sort of give me some context. Or, I guess, make everything more clear? Because those are obviously different people, now that I know what I'm hearing. In those two recordings, the same voice, sure, but not the same person. I don't know how I missed it before. (sighs) Okay. No, I missed it because there was absolutely no reason I'd even begin to consider that my boyfriend was two people. Two entities? Whatever. It's not something that would have any reason to occur to me, even with all the Arcadia weirdness, because... This is a whole different level. And now I know. I'm not really sure what to do with that knowledge, but I'll figure it out. It feels really weird that everything I thought I was saying to Elliot, I was also saying to someone else. One of them. How much of what he said was him and not them or whatever? Like, how can I be sure Elliot actually... That's what he meant when he said he liked me, him and not anyone else. He we were by the eclipse sign when he said that the one on the statue. I remember that that he made us get really close, even though it affected both of us like he needed to. It was weird, but I mean, what isn't here? I wonder. I wonder what Leah thinks about that, about everything. Wednesday, June 24th, 2009. Elliot isn't at school today. I tried to call him a couple of times yesterday and kept getting his answering machine. He's probably just tired, recovering from prom. A lot happened. So, what do you think? Leah's listening to the Elliot tapes.
2: Just a second. I am not interested in this dance, monarch. Summon your child if you want to go through its steps.
4: Huh. I thought that's what he said. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, this is infuriating!
1: <laughs> what? What? More information is good, right?
4: Yeah, but but we have all of these pieces, but we don't know how they go together. We can guess, but not be sure. There are too many variables. What do you mean? Elliot and not Elliot are both in contact with someone called the Monarch, who uses Mr. DiCaprio's voice. But Thomas says that voices are accessories or whatever and we don't know how many of them bought that one so we can't really be sure that they're both talking to the same monarch
1: Uh, i guess but don't the monarch
4: talking to not elliot has a child the way they talked about them it seems like maybe that child is here if they're here then they must be at least half human or another ilfic because thomas said they can't come here
1: yeah i get we only know
4: about two half human half them Thomas, and Mr. DiCaprio. We don't know who either of their fairy parents are.
1: Okay, but- But we
4: can't be sure that the child is here, and that they're not talking about them being wherever they actually live, exist, whatever. So that doesn't really tell us anything at all.
1: I kept thinking- We know that
4: Thomas is, how did he say it? In fealty to someone called the Monarch of Doors. We do? He told your mom when he said his name? Oh, yeah. But we have no way of knowing if that monarch is the same monarch. I mean, what if they're all called monarch? What? Like, it's a standard title of respect or something. Like, like, mister or whatever. Oh, We have the key from Mr. DiCaprio that he said was from his father's family, and we know that means it's from them because we know his mom is human. We know the key closes doors, and like I already said, we know that there's a monarch of doors. (sighs) (sighs) (sighs)
1: So, Cyrus's dad is the same person Thomas works for? We
4: don't know! (sighs) Maybe... I mean, it all fits, and it all makes sense.
1: Then, what's the problem?
4: It all makes sense.
0: What? It's just, it's so neat. So easy.
1: That everything you just said is easy?
4: I mean, yeah. It's obvious once you have all the parts. That's the way they should connect. Like, if you were writing it out as a story.
1: Oh. Yeah, no, I see what you mean.
4: But I can't prove any of it. It could all be wrong, or just a part, or a few parts. And if we're wrong, anything we do could make everything worse. We can't just decide an explanation is right because it makes sense.
1: That doesn't yeah okay you're right should we we could talk, talk to, to thomas, thomas. <laughs> <laughs> okay come over after school with both of us there he'll have to give us direct answers i hope
0: smash cut black screen Over black, roll credits. Nico McCleary is played by M. German. Leah Webster is played by Kaylin. Elliot Baldwin is played by Rue Dickey. The others are played by Vic Collins. Arcadia, California is a production of Law of Names Media. It is written and directed by Lee Seguente and edited by Eric Seguente. You can find more information about the show, its cast, and crew at arcadiacalifornia.lawofnames.com or join us on Discord at discord.lawofnames.com fade out.